You will sleep better than you have ever slept. You've never been this relaxed. Are you ready to change your life? I'm Rusty Diamond, certified hypnotist. You don't need to leave your house. You can stay in your bed. You can stay in your favorite chair. You just need a computer or your phone. You can get a hold of me. Stay at home. I'll make your life better. Hypnosisisgrade.com It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, Miss Rusty. What's up, everyone? It is Monday, Monday, Monday. Uh, here on the Public Access Podcast, the podcast now in Pennsylvania, the podcast. Welcome, everybody, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so today, it's, you know, it's back to it. It's back to it. I have days off where I don't podcast, and it's weird. So I'm going to get right back to it. And I have a special guest and I have a special guest. I'm going to bring on right here and right now. And my special guest right here, right now is Daniel Riley. Daniel, how are you doing, man? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Um, That's Shane, a banger of an intro, my guy. That's a banger of an oh, intro. Thank you. Yeah. I, I haven't found a promoter that's let me use it yet though for, uh, entrance music i i don't know i've tried a number of times one day it's gonna happen but um it, yeah. it's gonna happen it's definitely yeah. gonna happen maybe it's because of the mf or you know right i i changed it at one point to wrestling fans but uh even that one was just like it, it didn't have the same uh same thing to it but um so what what was your first entrance music that you had? Oh my god. I I if I remember correctly, it was it was a Wild Eye song. Okay. It was a it was a yeah, was it I think it was Wild Eyes or or Carry On, one of those. How how did you land on that? Um so I used to be like a backyard wrestler and we don't like most people don't like to talk about stuff like that when they do it. But That's you know, okay. I'm pretty open I'm pretty open about yeah. it. You know what I mean? A lot of my friends and I did it and a lot of us have become, you know, like yep. solidified in the business and stuff, or some of us are still making our way in, up there. But um yeah, we always try to choose like the coolest metal like theme songs and you know, get everybody hyped up and you know, especially like I got long hair, so you know, you come out like this oh. and you it's got a good look to it, so I was like, you know what? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, if you you came up in the backyard ranks, what what was the craziest place that you wrestled at? Um, like Doing... the venue, I guess not a venue backyard. Craziest backyard 
that you you wrestled in or craziest spot you wrestled in? So so all of my backyard wrestling was done like in a park, right? And okay, yeah, yeah, we were those kids, and 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 I can't even say kid, man, because I was like I was like early early twenties doing it while I was in wrestling school. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, it, right. So like, come on. Um, but yeah, it was always like in a park and stuff, like, doing crazy stuff and all like things of that nature, and we were like getting storylines and they were feeding it to us and i mean we had a lot of fun doing it you know but it's it's i mean obviously kills your body you're getting suplexed on a mat on the floor or on a on a slide like bro that's that's so taxing on your body oh so you were doing like fucking uh the falls count anywhere uh playground rules or something right i was doing trunk matches man (laughs) <laughs> what, what, what what's a trunk match uh see, the only way to win the match is to get put in the trunk of a car okay you know? fuck for, All you right. to put your, for you to put the guy in the trunk of the car and close it up you know <laughs> and you're literally driving a car into a park and yeah well, i got to okay. do what <laughs> got to do those yeah it was it was, it was crazy bro crazy. where was this so that was in um in uh in Coney Island in Brooklyn in New York. Okay. Oh shit. Yeah. So uh, they, a lot of us have come out of that, obviously, and we were all doing different things. Now we're all really good friends. We actually just watched the Royal Rumble, um, on Saturday together. So. Oh okay. Yeah, it was the first time I had seen them in like years, man. But we always stayed in touch. Um. So how were the the neighbors around there? How were they with it, uh, with it, uh, your shows going on or whatever? Were they coming out and watching, or were they? Right, every a lot of people come out and watch, or if they walk in their kids through the park, they'll sit there and watch. The guy that worked in the park became security on camera for us. It was crazy, like Holy shit. it was. Yeah, it was a vibe. Everybody was down for it. Even the even the cops didn't care. Like. It never got broken up. As long as I was there, it, it never got broken up. They had been doing it long before me. They did it like a year and a half after I left. And then, yeah, bro. Oh. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, that's fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> right. It's just. You know, I mean, you know, you hear about it all the time, but most of the time it's a backyard of a house and they built their own ring and shit. Nah. Right. Nah. Yeah, nah. we don't need don't need a ring. <laughs> nah, we don't need a ring. Just take a little so, piece of barbed wire, set it on fire, and get the body slammed through it. You know. <laughs> yeah. So then, then what's what's the the weirdest thing you took a bump on or into? Oh, straight up concrete, man. Concrete, no. Yeah, but have you? I've I've been in some rings that feel worse than concrete to bump in. Somehow, I don't know how that works, but I uh, I got trained in a boxing ring that got formatted into a wrestling ring, and that yeah. hurt. Yeah, that's kind of how mine was too. And yeah, there was no fucking give on that thing. It just uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice ropes. <laughs> that's about yep. it. The turnbuckle was completely caved in, so yeah, your your back got no no support at all. Yeah. Yeah, we had uh, they were like the 
the wire with like the plastic little covering of it. Have you had those kind of ropes before? They're not really ropes, I guess. Mm. We, uh, we had that, like, that was a weird one. We had like uh, the typical indie rope that was but heavily consistently taped over. So it was, it hurt like a bitch, bro. It was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, especially at first. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, when you go home, you know, and your your wife is looking at at your back, and there's bruises, and she's like, "Man, what what what's up? You got beat up that bad?" And it's like, "No, that was the ropes. That, that's the ropes. That's, yeah, it's that, like the ropes. I'm never doing that shit. <laughs> never yeah. mind. Yeah, uh, I mean, that was the man. Those ropes. I just remember that was worse than anything. That was worse than the chops. Uh, those those first few days, the ropes would just be like." I think I had yellow, black, uh, purple, blue, just about uh, any color you needed from those. But it depended on who gave me the chop, though, man. Because I had a, oh, on the chops. I yeah. listen. I trained out of school with a fifty-year-old humongous Dominican man, <laughs> and his yeah. chop hurt really, really bad, bro. It, it, God damn, I felt like I got hit by a truck in my chest. Yeah, those ones are uh, those are tough, dude. I usually see like the small guys that got like that aren't like I don't know. There's a some people you just know their chops are gonna hurt like a motherfucker, and oh. uh, it's like, well, damn, okay. Um, but some and, people you don't see it coming, and that, and that's the that's the thing. My tag team partner, bro, he's he's not he's not that big. He's like one seventy, one seventy five, and he's a little shorter than I am. Yeah, and well, we're training. We'll train together, and he like uses chops to get out of things. And I'm like, man, yo, that fucking hurts. I'm gonna punch you in your face, bro. Yeah, like uh, this is about to become a shoot fight, brother. Like for real, because <laughs> his chops hurt. His chops hurt. Yeah. Uh, you have you seen the movie K Fabe the movie? No, have I you haven't. heard of it? Okay, I've heard of it. I'm not. A, I'm not a big movie buff. So okay, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a wrestling movie. Some dudes made up in uh, in Vancouver, like I don't know, almost twenty years ago, probably now. But um, it's so it's like a, a mockumentary, like sort of like you know, like uh, like The Office or whatever, shot kind of that way, but about like indie wrestling. Nah, um, okay, then I would love that because I love The yeah. Office. So yeah, dude, it's it's great, man. It's uh, it's on YouTube. Um, but there's a guy who every match uh ends up fucking bleeding like no matter no matter what match it is but then it's like yeah this guy fucking every match he chops and they hurt like a motherfucker and uh you know bleeds every match and it's like yep yeah you, you know the person that's going to like you got to watch out for in the rumble uh and the battle royal or whatever um and there's also a thing with the battle royal too like they they see who can get eliminated first, which I always was uh I always enjoyed. I I had one match where I did it where at the very beginning, like fucking off and like up on the ropes, you know, yelling at people and just like as soon as the match starts, just get tossed right out. And I'm like, Okay, well, I'm done for the day. But, I'm done. Uh, yeah. That that's yeah. it. You know what? All right, it was a good experience. I'm ready to go home now. Yeah, yeah, those those battle royals, man. Yeah, just uh, a lot of 
lot of kicking and punching and uh, chopping. So I don't know. They're, they're all right. Um, but so, so uh, did you train then? You trained in, uh, in New York then somewhere? I did. I did. Okay. So, so you- yeah, I, w- I was brought up at a, at a school called the BWF. It was like the Bronx Wrestling Federation. And, oh, shit. You know, okay. Yeah, it was a friend of mine who was already training there, and yeah. he was, you know, I was still back at wrestling at the time, and he's like, yo, you can go to this wrestling school with me, it's a real ring, you know, you can learn, and I'm like, man, I don't have money for that shit, you know, it's like two, three, four thousand dollars, and he's like, no, you pay per day, and I'm like, oh, how much is it per day? He's like, oh, ten bucks, I'm like, ten dollars for the day? <laughs> Fuck it, I'll be there tomorrow, and uh, yeah. I we a lot of us showed up every single day, and we got every single day we got trained. Like Monday, Sunday through Saturday, uh, and well, you can train there as long as you want to, and and all of those things. And it killer. just got us so comfortable with being inside of a ring, and you know, because we were there so often that when time that matches came out, you know, when we came up to the independence. We were already comfortable with taking crazy bumps and we were willing to do this and this because we have already done it in the other platform, right? And then we're doing it here, which is a little bit softer, but shit, like, we want to entertain. We've been doing this so long now. Like, I'm in this ring every day, three, four, five, six hours a day, training yeah. with a multitude of people. So you you learn everything. I did a little bit of lucha. I did a lot of grappling. Um the one thing I didn't get trained in was psychology. And it it took uh, a friend of mine who has passed away now, but um, his name was Koda. And he really broke down psychology to me. And steps of a match. And he's like, do this, do this. And I'm like, what? I didn't even know. I know what these are. I just didn't know the order of them. He's like, so this is how it is. And you go outside of the formula a little bit, depending on the guy you're wrestling, and really make it fun for the for the crowd. And I'm like, no one's ever really sat there and explained that to me before, till just now. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, I feel that's something that, that is not taught a lot right now. Or, like, for more of what's coming up now, there isn't a lot of psychology taught nearly as much um but i think yeah i mean psychology is pretty pretty important for yeah you know, absolutely. being able to make the crowd happy i mean yeah. i don't know like but then on the other hand the, the biggest the biggest pop i've seen in the last five years was i was at a uh it was at like this bar in northern Idaho or southern Idaho and uh it was like a this so I I found this shirt at a thrift store uh for this thing called Dwarfinators which is like a dwarf uh midget wrestling group and I'm like oh man that look at this shirt I got to get it like fuck yeah and uh so I ended up going to one of the shows and dude just the guy getting up on the ropes like this out to the crowd. Biggest pop I fucking heard in five years, if not longer. Just nothing. Just it was ridiculous, man. Like how over these guys were just for not doing yeah. much. 
the that, that definition of less is more really just comes into play right there. Like uh-huh. I got told all the time. I got told all the time. I, I used to like when I first started, I always had like a nice little comeback and my comeback ended with a coast to coast. And everyone's like, why the fuck are you doing that? Every Whoa. single time that is going to kill you. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Cause I want to cough up a lung right now. Every <laughs> single time I do it, you know, yeah. it wasn't just that ring It's you know, you're pretty high up there. You're flinging yourself and you're landing back first, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Every geez. time. Yeah. Every time. And I really have back problems. Like, come on. let's be real. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what would you switch it to? Um, I usually de- depends on the match, but usually ends like with a handspring back elbow. Um, you know, the guy goes to the corner and then I'll just do a, like a cannonball. Cannonball is pretty signature with my moveset. So, okay. Yeah. But that yeah, handspring like back elbows are usually it or, um, or like a handspring forearm. Okay. Uh, where where did the the handspring uh come from? Did you pick that up in wrestling? You picked it up somewhere before? No, I actually picked it up in wrestling. Um, I I didn't, have you ever heard of a place called the Sanctuary? Uh, yeah, dude, that's the place in uh, northern Pennsylvania. Like that, uh, dude. I, so I've been looking at that spot. I saw it like four or five years ago when I was living out in uh, in Oregon. And I saw a thing for this because it was this place that was going to make, uh, they were making it into a church so they'd be able to get like, uh, you know, church status. And I was like, that's the most brilliant fucking thing. Um, and the guy who was running always had really good advice and, and shit on, yeah, on yeah, he's, online. He's a good dude, man. He's a good dude. So I picked it up there with my um, with one of my best friends. Um, who I became really, really close to. We like wrestled at the Wild Samoans together. Um, we went there one day for the Friday night tapings, and he's showing me that he can do it, but he's doing it no in like a very amateur way because he just started doing it, and I'm like, yeah. there's no fucking way I can do that. He's like, yeah, try it, try it. I tried it for like 20 minutes, and I finally got it. And then I did it again. And then I just, I was like, you know what? I'm doing this shit from now on. Cause you know, like I'm, I'm not the guy that has abs and stuff. You're not the guy. I'm not the guy you're going to expect to do that. So right. when I do it, people are like, when, when, when you were able to do that, you're like, huh? well, there you go. Something else that you didn't know. Yeah. And that, that, that'll set you, um, set you apart from others and, uh, you being that guy that's doing that. And, um, yeah. essentially that's what I want to do, man just set myself apart from the rest and really stand out. That's what this year for me is all about. Rising up to main event level status. So where are you now usually on the car? Like if you're like, uh, let's say there's seven matches on a card. Uh, Where, where are you usually on the the card? Or is Um, it kind of all over the place? It can be a little bit all over the place. Like I, I go where I'm needed. I go where I'm needed. You know, I'm a I'm very much a team player and I understand that you're not always gonna be the like match right before main. You're not you're not always gonna be the guy right after in the mission. Maybe you want they want you to start off the show and that's important too because you're setting the tone. Yep. Um maybe your second match on the card because there's other implications involved, you know. So 
wherever they need me is wherever I'm going to, wherever I'm going to be at, you know? So let's say you are the, the last match or won the last matches. What are you doing before, during the other matches? Mm, so I like to watch the other matches because if I have an idea for something that I want to do and I see that it's been done once, two, three times, I'm definitely taking that out. I don't, I don't want to do it. You've already seen it. What haven't they seen? Right. I, I think that's something that's missed upon right now a bunch. I think there's a lot of people that don't watch. And then you get towards those matches at the end of the night. And then they're wondering why the crowd's kind of flat on something that should be, a, you know, a, a some sort of high spot or something. And they're like, because I've seen, you know, two or three guys already do it tonight. Like, there's not really that excitement of it. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, someone already did that. Or, right. you know, have the same finish or something. Um, exactly. I learned that from, I, I was at the the Wasamoan show the first time. I was at WXWC4 in Pennsylvania with uh, Samu and Alpha Jr. and all of them were there. And cool. Alpha Jr. main. He was main event. And I think we were like two or three matches before them. But he's sitting there the whole time watching it in the back because they had a monitor. And he's literally going to his opponent. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Hey, remember that that uh, that splash group? Take that out. We're not doing that. All right, brother, I guess we're calling this on the fly. And then, you know, it, it, it got explained to me why he was doing that. And it's like, that is so smart. Why have I... It's the you learn how to do all the crazy moves and bumps and all this, but it's the smallest things that you don't see that you don't get taught nowadays. Unless you go to certain schools or you talk to certain people, um, you really don't see that. And I'm like, you know what? I, that's what I'm doing from now on. I'm gonna watch whatever hasn't been done that I can do. I'm gonna do that tonight. And with, with, that's yeah. so important. it's so important. Yeah. With probably the the least amount of uh, difficult bump rating, uh, like whatever that is uh, that hasn't been done, uh, or you know, um, but yeah, I mean, and uh, and then too with footwork, like watching watching footwork, you can tell a lot too, like uh, you know how many steps you you see someone taken doing, you know, with, with the happy feet or whatever you want to call it, or um, yeah. You know, you can usually, yeah, tell a lot with like little, the the little things in wrestling and little things slowing down. It's all the stuff that I feel that got told to us early on, but took a while to get that aha. And then it's like, oh, that's why, that's why you were saying that, you know. Right, right. Like, oh, you're now I'm learning. Now I'm learning something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is good. Yeah. I got some education today. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you can learn to go and anyone can learn to take a bump uh, to, you know, do whatever, you know, high spot or something of whatever. But, you know, why, why are you doing it and like what leads up to it? And I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of people go and do these huge things or even just people go in and with the super common 
dive onto everybody's spot. Um, how many people have to like really get the crowd pumped up after they just like did this huge thing of jumping off? Like that should like gets a good reaction. Like where at the same time you got you got the little guys that go out there and do this and like biggest fucking pop, man. Which like, is crazy, but yeah, man, I, I've seen a, I've seen a guy get a pop from a headlock takeover. I shit you right. not, man. Three, three, four matches go on. Mm, crazy moves, good match. Crowd wasn't as engaged, and then this guy comes out and he does a headlock takeover and gets one of the biggest pops of the night. And I'm like, are you? Am I in Memphis right now? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> like where yeah. where are we? Why is this getting such a pop? Like what yeah. what am I not doing? And, and it's just you pick and choose your moments, and that's that. Me as a wrestler, as a performer, yeah, I'm all about moments. I want to create moments. I want people to be like, "Wow, damn, I love yeah. this." And at the end of the night, they're gonna remember that that moment you had and yeah and like you were saying like i had a couple friends that did a match where they before the match started they told me like we're not gonna bump at all and we're gonna work each other's thumbs and that was the whole match and that was the most entertaining match of the night no bumps just fucking worked each other's thumbs the whole fucking time and that was it like but I bet you they engaged the audience the entire time yep. they did. And yep. that's what it is. People like to be involved. You no, know? They don't want to feel left out. They feel like you're doing this for them. They're going to love whatever you do. And that's what I've learned as a performer. That's how I've grown to know yeah. this is what they wanted, not what I thought they wanted. They don't care about all these flippy-dippy stuff that I can't even do to begin with. I can do a few flips here and there. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I can't like I'm not the biggest springboard person. You know, I can do a moonsault. I haven't gotten to do one in a very long time though, so yeah. hopefully I'll do one eventually at the uh, at Titan. Hopefully, <laughs> so okay. Titan is where like my main things kind of go down now. Right now, you know, I had a match in December, and they gave me that opportunity. And I'm beyond grateful for them for giving me that. It was a co-main event, and it was a street fight, and oh shit, they put a lot of trust in me to be able to do that. And you know, luckily we we hit it, <laughs> we hit a home run. <laughs> Thank God, you know. But yeah, is that in New York? That no, that's actually in Jersey. Oh, in Jersey, okay. Yeah, like, that's a okay. Titan Championship Wrestling. Okay, is that like Northern Jersey? Um, they're or is all it down by Philly. They're all over Jersey, so Titan okay. doesn't. Yeah, Titan goes to a lot of different venues. They can go all the way from Hoboken all the way down to South Jersey. Uh, cool. They, you know, North Carolina. You know, they're they're really oh shit. Yeah, man, they're they're investing in their company, and that the the owner sacrifices himself to make sure that we have that platform and we're beyond grateful to him for that. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's fucking killer. Oh, he, he's, he's fucking great, bro. He is as a person, as a businessman, 
for everything. He's a great dude to work for. Like, it took me three years to get into that place. So, not taking that for granted. Yeah. And so, then you were saying also about uh, Memphis. Man, like, Memphis is somewhere that I wanted to get to at some point. Like, I don't know, man. Just for, like, if I had one more run in me, man, that would be, like, where I wanted to go. But, um, cause yeah, I mean, it's just so, so different. Like, like, you know, being able, like you were saying, having, uh, nothing, uh, have the headlock takeover be the, the huge fucking pop for the night. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. but uh, so have you gone, uh, or where's where somewhere you'd want to go? Like what, what part of the country or different country or where, where's somewhere you're, um looking for honestly it's it's bucket list for me wrestling wise it's germany and japan like the uk area and japan you know like i'm dying to do that that's that is a very big goal of mine you know most guys want to hey i want to get signed by wwe would i love that absolutely i would never turn down the wwe contract absolutely not but you know, for me, Japan. Yeah. Um, and if I had to pick the top company I really wanted to wrestle for in America, it's NWA. Yeah. It's old school. I'm a very old school minded person. It's what I, I grew up watching a lot of the NWA stuff, Ric Flair oh. and those guys. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm young, young body, old soul, man. So, like, yeah. to be able to step foot in that same ring that I grew up watching is just full circle honor for me so you were up in new york watching nwa um so i grew up in tennessee oh okay so then i grew up yeah man i I grew up in tennessee and for me like wrestling is you know in natural area have you gone down there and Wrestled at all? I've never wrestled there. No. Oh, man. Never have. I never have. Something I do, definitely would like to do this year too. Do you so do you watch NWA? Um at all? I, I watch it when I can right now. But okay. no, I was watching it a lot more when Nick Aldis was there. I don't know. His presence as a champion was just for me, it was it. I got to really watch a lot of his stuff and I was very happy about it. Yeah. So yeah, then you got fucking Silas is from Silas Mason. You know who he is mm-hmm. from Tennessee, right there. Uh, man, yeah, that guy. Uh, I I love watching that guy wrestle, man. Um, he yeah, he's a fun one, dude. I did one match with him. Um, ten, we had ten minutes. We like from curtain to curtain. We chased each other around for like nine minutes outside the ring. And then he fucking like, I think he, he hit me up again. Like, I don't know. He did something and then threw me in the ring and I, I stood up and he fucking kicked me in the nuts and then we got DQ'd. And then that was the end of the fucking in the match, man. And, uh, and I just, you know, screamed for a while in the middle of the ring, but, um, Sounds like an easy Yeah, dude. Uh, but yeah, dude, like that fucking man. 
So do you, do you have family down there in Tennessee then still? Um, I did. I did not anymore, unfortunately. Okay. But right. um, that place is always going to be home. You know, most of my family is up, is up in the New York, Connecticut, Florida area. But, uh, okay. you know, it, it's kind of like the best of both worlds. You, know, you get the city life, the country life. Yeah. You know, you, you get the peace and quiet and you get the loud and obnoxiousness. So, so you know. Uh, so where where do you go in? Because, I mean, if you're in New York right now, do you, like, then go to uh, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, something like that? Man, I drive a lot. I drive a lot. Is it your car? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> so, you know, like, thankfully, wrestling has been good to me in that sense. I've gotten to travel abroad and, like, meet so right. many people and just, like, I've gotten to wrestle in a lot of different states and things like that. Oh, okay. And have fun road trips and you make those memories. And most of my closest friends now are because of wrestling. Yeah, my tag team partner, who is my brother, because of wrestling. Um, no, my one of my other brothers because of wrestling. Like uh, <laughs> everybody I know is because of wrestling right now. Yeah, and so then you're on the road with them all the time. Like you get, unfortunately, sometimes yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. So then, uh, what about like toll roads and shit? How's that work? with uh so if you're you're going somewhere and it's gonna take you an extra 40 minutes but you save a toll do you go without the toll road or do you take the toll road road. fuck that yeah i'm taking the toll road okay i already got enough to deal with with uh getting there having to wait for the show to start going over i'm at work I'm driving to work, usually a long commute, and I got to drive back home. No, nah, fuck that. I'm taking this whole road. Yeah. Yeah. That works. Yeah. I don't care about the yeah. extra couple of dollars. Yeah. Um, so then uh, you, you're in New York, but like what part of New York are you in? Are you in the city? Are you like kind of on the outskirts? So I actually currently live in New Jersey. Oh, okay, cool. All I right. actually currently, yeah, I, I live currently. I live in New Jersey, but All um, right. yeah, but I I was in New York for years, so you know, and, and gonna move back eventually, of course. Yeah, but you know, my significant other being in New York City, in New York, of course, I'm gonna end up moving back. But um, you know, it's just New Jersey has also, it's grown on me. It's hard. Are you up in the northern part then? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty close to New York. Oh, okay. Just pretty over close. the river? Yeah, just basically right over the bridge. <laughs> okay, cool. So. Yeah, man. Um Yeah, I, I liked it uh there a lot more than I thought I would. Um mm-hmm. which was interesting. I hadn't been there since nineteen eighty seven. Last time I was there, man, I remember like <laughs> Yeah, like I was a little kid, man, and uh it was different, a little different, 1987. But um, yeah, I, I went there like a number of times. I was living in Connecticut last year, 
And so I go down in the city, man, and it was cool. It, but and it, the weird thing, too, was like it was nicer than any town on the West Coast. All the towns in the West Coast are just full of people on fucking drugs and there's shit and yeah, needles everywhere. Yeah. Depending on you. I spent some time in California. And I had a lot of fun there. It was really nice. It was a whole different vibe and energy. No. So. Where were you in California? Uh, I was in Montclair, California, which is like 40 minutes up from uh, Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. So you weren't in, in the city in the city. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, it's very like beachy, you know. It's it's a really nice area. So Yeah. What what brought you out there? Um I I was going through a lot of personal things at the time. Okay. And I just I got in my car one night and I just started driving and drove to California. I just ended up being in California. I drove for almost two days and just found myself there. Did that in two days? Yeah. From New York? Yep. Holy yep. shit! Which which route did you go? But I can't even tell you. That was Where? uh, that was back in two thousand. It wow. was very long time ago. It was over a decade. Long, maybe maybe closer to fifteen twenty years. Holy oh. shit! Yeah, around that area. I was still a teen, so yeah, just wanted to fucking go to California. I wasn't and... California. Wasn't even the destination. I didn't have one. I just found myself there and stood there for a little while and really got a lot of mental clarity you know like a lot of people go through mental health issues and they all deal with it their own way and for me at that time felt like that was the best move for me and I found myself there and I had a lot of fun there it was great I met some great people people who I'm friends with to this day um you know so I'm really actually grateful for my experience going over there what did you what was your moment where you're like okay this is this is the spot where i need to stop like 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 you said in montclair when you're on the beach was that like when you got there you're like okay i think this is what i needed to get to was that kind of the spot or the moment um or i actually no so i actually ended up in uh in la okay um and then i couldn't stand it because the traffic there is ridiculous Jesus Christ, it's bad. Yeah. I thought New York was bad. Um, yeah, that's why yeah. everyone in LA has nice cars because they spend all the time in their car and they have you shitty know. houses. Yeah, and expensive <laughs> as hell. Um, yep. I met I met someone there, and uh, me and him were really cool. And um, he was telling me how he lived up in Montclair. He's like, if you want to come out, I went to his his home. He walked. Him and his family all welcomed me with open arms, and we started hanging out ever since. And I just really and I stood there. It was very calm. I didn't have to deal with all the traffic. Uh, they lived in a beach house, so it was very, very good for me. That's fucking awesome. It's a good way to to get everything going there. And mm-hmm. um, and so, do you stay there for a little while then, or or what? Yeah, I was there for about three months. Okay. Yeah. And then just one day you're like, it's time to go home or time to move on to your next place, wherever that was or what? I, I came back home. I got homesick. I did. I got homesick. I realized that, you know, as much as I love the vibe and everything, I just, it's just not the same, you know? Yeah. So I was like, I need to go home. And that that was it. I, I drove back home. 
were you wrestling yet then? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. This was before wrestling. Oh, okay. P P W or F W? No. I'm fucking losing my mind, dude. I can't figure out. Uh, Before wrestling, BW, yeah. Uh, Before wrestling, that was a good wrestling. It went right over my head, man, whatever I was trying to fucking do, man. It's all right, bro. It's all right. I don't know what fucking letter we're going with, but um, yeah, dude, uh, it's fucking. That fucking mug is amazing. Oh, dude, thank you. I I, I, uh, have this. This thing has made it with me for like. I don't know, like through five five different moves or something. I like, am a SpongeBob fan, bro, to this day. Are you? Oh yeah, I'll, me and my kids watch it too. Dude, yeah, it's it's fucking great, man. I I had a I had a buddy like when I was like twenty, and he had a couple of kids, uh, like you know, uh, we were probably like three or four then, and. Uh, He's like, dude, you gotta watch this this show, man, with my kids. Like, you gotta fucking see this SpongeBob. I'm like, okay, whatever, man. I'm I'm cool, man. I'm 20. I can't be watching cartoons. And I'm like, oh shit, I fucking love this. I love this cartoon. <laughs> exactly. Great. exactly. This is great. And then um and yeah, uh I'm uh and then later on, and then like I- I'm a Ween fan, and uh so then like the the music, like so at the end of uh they've done a couple things for it because like the the sh- the concept of the show was kind of off of the uh one of their albums um which whatever but uh yeah man like man I don't know I am I don't know I have some shirts that I wear uh that have I have like three shirts with Spongebob on them uh, that I like to wear around. Like, I don't have know. any Spongebob shirts, man. I don't. I, I have like Dragon Ball shirts and Batman shirts. But... yeah, Do you wear them often then? or? It oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a humongous okay. Batman and Dragon Ball fan. Actually, my girlfriend got me a Dragon Ball hoodie around oh, November shit. time and I'm like, oh my god, I love you so much right now. It, it's... Yeah, this is my thing. This is my thing. So uh, I was talking to this guy yesterday who's a lifeguard. Um, I was at the at the pool. Uh, well, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I was talking about wrestling. And I'm like, dude, there is like anime is so big, like for like wrestlers. There's so many wrestlers that just love anime. Yeah. Um, it's wild. He's like, this, he he's into anime and I'm like, dude, like, there's a huge fucking crossover. Um, so were, were you into you know Dragon Ball? Were you into other ones then too? Were you into like the yeah the Pokemon and Power po- Rangers and stuff? Uh, I wasn't a big Power Rangers fan, okay. and and a lot of my friends used to knock me for that because how the fuck you don't like Power Rangers? I was like, I don't know. There's just something about it. Yeah, I was more of a, like a Yu Yu Hakusho kid, and okay. no. Which is one that usually gets forgotten about. Um, yeah. No, I wasn't an Inuyasha fan, and Bleach was okay for me. Um, just but Dragon Ball and like Yu Yu Hakusho and like the Batman series when I was a child. Oh my god, that was no. Besides that, if I wasn't watching those three. I was watching wrestling, 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 wrestling. 
what kind of wrestling were you into? What what wrestling were you watching? You said you were watching some NWA. Was that later on, or was that the first watching? The first wrestling I ever watched was actually um, Lucha. Okay, what was it? Was it like? It was um, I believe it was Triple A, Triple A. Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, what do you remember from that? Um, man, I just remember like a lot of just. A lot of dives, man. A lot of dives. Um, La La Parca. I remember watching him. Yeah. Like I believe the original one, and like I just loved his style. Um, you know, especially when you tune on your TV after that on another channel, and then you see Sting, and you're like, "What? This black and white shit is just, uh, I guess, everywhere." You know, and then you tune on WWE, and you see Kane and the Undertaker and those guys. You're like. Damn. All right. And for some reason I wanted to do it. You know? Once I saw one particular one particular person, I was like, Yeah, I want to do this. Who was it? It was Eddie. It was Eddie. Eddie like when? Um it was Eddie in WCW around the time where he was wrestling Rey Mysterio. And I saw that match. And I was like, Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Fucking Eddie. Like, I wish that... I mean, there was so much that could have still gone with him or, like, that if he was in... I mean, it was part of his story, too, that, like, he, you know, like, was in, like, he was in a hard place, you know, in WCW days and stuff, and, like... <sighs> What could have been if he was, you know, in a better place at that time? I mean, he was still just like fucking killing it, and like yeah, and then just afterwards, just right back to it, like fuck, dude. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it sucks, but like, you know, I grew up as a fan of so many people, but like, there's certain people that could legit make me hate them. And I was like, damn. And me as a wrestler now, I was like, man, if I'm a heel, I need to do that. Yeah. You know? uh, Triple H could make me hate okay. him. Triple he, H? I hated him. He, he just, he knew what to do to make you not stand him. Um, Stone Cold knew what to do to make you love him. He, he was that badass that just came out and just beat the hell out of everybody. The Rock was the one that if he comes out, I know I'm going to laugh. Because he's hilarious. So those, you, so many different people presenting that product made me want to do it. Then on the wrestling aspect of it, you know, I know people don't mention his name a lot because of what that guy, that guy and yeah. and Kurt Angle had some of the greatest matches Dude, ever. Fuck yeah! And yep. I, man, I fell in love. I was like, yo, I know I said I wanted to do this, but now I really want to do that. That's what I want to do. I'm doing diving headbutts from my dresser down to my bed. Because of that, I was doing ankle locks to kids in school. Unfortunately, I broke a kid's ankle doing that. Oh, shit. Yeah, legit, man. I got in so much trouble for that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Dude, you know which one fucking... uh, I don't know if it was ever... Yeah, I fucking broke an ankle. Um, the like, the sharpshooter, 
fucking hurts so much, man. Like the sharpshooter or the fucking, uh, you know, whatever, flying tamer, walls of Jericho, whichever one of those. Like, dude, that shit fucking. Yeah, it hurts. hurts. Yeah. It hurts so bad. Like, oh man, like, shit, this fucking really fucking hurts. Like, right. Yeah, man. Like, ah, fuck. All right. This is, is, this real? It's real. It's real. (laughs) It's Uh, real. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. What what was a move that you found out? Like, shit, this one, uh, this one sucks. This one fucking hurts like a motherfucker. Uh, or what was there one? Like, or was there a hold or something? Um, a lot of a lot of holds when I got older because I was on the wrestling team. But, okay. Uh, shit. I mean, if you're gonna do regular move, I can power bomb, bro. Power bomb. Yeah. You fucking. I got power bomb one day, and I was like, "Ow, ouch, that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty bad." Yep. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like okay, that's yeah. That's I see why guys don't like. kick out of this, you know, like yeah. um or or a spear, you know, if you don't know how to take it properly because we don't know what the fuck we're doing, right? You know, it's like when Goldberg would do a spear, like, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, you watch some of those, just like holy shit, man! Like, especially when you I... go to a live event for the first time and you see how yeah. big they actually are, and you're like, man, yeah. Wow, like, like somebody was dumb enough to start a fight with you? <laughs> Fuck that, not me. Yeah. <laughs> so did you get to go to live events and shit then when uh you were growing up? Um when I yeah, when I was uh thir- when I was thirteen, I got to go to my first ever live event and that was WrestleMania twenty. So in New York. In New York. Shit, in New York yeah. at the garden and it was an amazing event and it's just like wow. you know yeah. one of my favorite, my favorite match of all time took place at that night yeah so yeah. which uh, of course was uh, Gold, Gold, Goldberg and uh and Lesnar of course that was my, of <laughs> course that's the greatest match of all time that was the greatest match on the card like the yeah. no the main event went 40 minutes. Nobody cared about that. It was all about Goldberg and Lesnar. Yep. Uh, Goldberg and Lesnar <laughs> match. Fuck, dude. That was great, man. I right, watched that shit on repeat, man. Um, they got food out of the fucking building, bro. Yeah, I bet, man. Trying to and fucking... I didn't understand why. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Uh, I was like, shit. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you got some crowds, man. You got some crowds that are going to tell you how, how it is, man. They don't like it. You're going to fucking hear about it. Which, yeah, yeah, uh, man. I've I've had them. I've come out and cut a promo and introduced myself instead of the yeah. ring announcer doing it to get some heat. And I got a guy throwing a fucking beer at me. Oh, I was like, shit. go fuck yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And then after that, he goes and says, when you're done with this shit, we're going to lynch you. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to run to my car. Shit. It's going to be one of those nights, man. <laughs> it's a rough night at work. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Time, time to get that fucking uh, leather jacket or something, man, uh, to make sure I don't get stabbed tonight. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, shit, man. Yeah. Like, you never know. Uh, wrestling fans are wild, but we're, we're wrestling fans. So, like, 
guess I get it. I yeah. get it. You never never know what's going to happen. Uh, Listen, in they pay their money to come watch. They can do what they want. You know, I mean, obviously, don't hit a wrestler because you're right. not going to like the end result of that. But yeah, boo, cheer, curse somebody out, whatever you want. You paid that money for that reason. You can, you have that privilege, and yeah. we want to hear from you, whether you like us or not. You know. So yeah, if people are going to hear from you or see you, where are they going to hear you? hear from you or where are they going to see you coming up here or uh how can they get a hold of you um well february 17th um titan is doing an event a charity event in the bayville elks um so they can come watch they can come watch me there uh i have outcast championship wrestling in massachusetts on february 23rd Uh, so yeah yeah you know come watch some cool shit bro all right. Come watch Always. some cool shit and for a good cause. So then how do people get a hold of you or find you? How can they find you and follow you uh in a dark alley or online or wherever? Alright, so a dark alley I'm not so sure about because I'm not a dark alley kind of guy. No. Cool. <laughs> but you know, Facebook, Daniel Riley, uh Instagram, Mr. Uh HLW two fifty four, Daniel Riley. Um, no X Twitter, same thing. So, all right, cool. Um, yeah, dude, thanks for being on. Uh, making my job easy where I can just sit back and not have to uh think too much. Uh, so... no, thank you. I actually, you know, we've I've we talked about a lot of stuff that I've never even gotten to speak about on the podcast ever. So, I think yeah. this is going to be completely original. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. Uh, pleasure to meet you you're a cool ass dude you know hopefully we can do this again yeah or or i'll see you somewhere man uh i don't know man maybe maybe there'll be a show sometime we'll we'll cross paths or something hey if you want to drive down to the baby locks on the 17th you're more than welcome to is that northern jersey south jersey south jersey is it by philly no not that south it's it's I'm not sure if there's more central or south, but it's heading towards that area. It's towards the Toms River area. Okay. That might not be that far. No, it might not be. So, yeah, if you want to come check it out, come check it out, man. It's going to be a hell of an event. So, you got a lot of good matches. And, you know, I think you'd have a lot of fun going there. And it's for a really good cause. All right. Yeah, man. Okay. 100% of the proceeds that night go strictly to the charity. So. I mean, dude, there's so much, like, Wrestling shows like do pretty well for that man. Like they're like I don't know. It seems like I don't know. I can't tell you how many fucking charity shows I fucking seen or have been in. Like wrestling's always there for someone that's like need in need of something or some you know something's in need of something like wrestling shows we'll put on a show and fucking cool like yeah it's great not? man i love it i love it um, gotta love wrestling bro that's that's my yeah. that's just my slogan on it gotta love wrestling yeah hell yeah man well um cool well uh hope you have a good rest of your day and yeah we'll uh i'll get you back here uh in a few months or something or if i'll, I'll see you or somewhere or... <laughs> absolutely whenever you're whenever. not booked up <laughs> so. yeah right yeah likewise no, congrats on your success, though, man. Really happy cool. for you. You too. Thank you. All right. Later. All right. That was Daniel Riley. So, you guys, check him out.
yeah, I'll put the links. You guys can follow him. Uh, not in a dark alley, though, apparently. Don't follow him in a dark alley. So follow him only in well-lit places. And thank you, everyone, for listening here on the Rusty Diamond Podcast Network. And that is the show. Man. Boom! It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker.